0: welcome back legacy academy podcast i'm your host Jono and today we're talking about rich dad poor dad mindset right we're talking about the mentality that we've learned from this book which is a new york times number one bestseller was uh, you know, written 25 years ago in 1997, our parents and our grandparents have this on their bookshelf, but most of them did not apply it. So, this episode is about helping you apply some of those principles. But firstly, I want to acknowledge that some very complex issues and challenges in our society, which I'm not claiming to offer solutions for here. And in fact, the, the book doesn't deal with many of the complex issues, right? This is about mindset, it's about building wealth, it's about getting ahead financially, it's about a difference in mentality between a rich dad mentality, and a poor dad mindset, right? I know that if you're listening to this podcast, uh, there might be some major roadblocks or hurdles that you need to overcome before you really can apply uh, some changes, right? We can really move forward with some of these things. And so this episode is about mindset. It's for those of you who are hungry to learn and to grow, right? For those of you who want to get ahead financially, to increase your own financial situation, you want to improve your lifestyle, right? This is about the concepts and principles that the Rich Dad Poor Dad book and content offers us as a framework for moving forward. And so I want to talk about that today. I'm not endorsing Robert Kiyosaki or anything um, is anything associated with necessarily. I'm, just, I'm not even interested in your opinion on whether you think he's a good person or not. We want to take away the lessons learned and discuss how we can apply these to our own lives as tools and resources to better our lives and also the lives of others around us. Because so after all, that's what building wealth is all about, right? It's getting our, our time back and it's creating quality time for you and your family or whatever it is for you. But it's about making a better imprint, a better impact, improving society, improving people's lives, impacting the community in a positive way. There's always some haters. It's good old tall poppy syndrome. There's tall poppy hedge trimmers out there. Anti-growth, anti-success, anti-business, anti-profit. What I say to you. Welcome to my podcast, Sending Love Your Way. This is the Legacy Academy Podcast. (music) Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Nothing's changed, right? This book was written 25 years ago. If you're watching on YouTube, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Written 25 years ago, 1997, What the rich teach their kids about money that the poor and middle class do not. And of course, this is about the mindset around money, right? Money is a tool. And just just to clarify, uh, money, for me at least, and for I think a lot of people, is not a value in itself. But financial literacy and building wealth and assets and financial independence is really an incredible vehicle. It's an incredible... uh, platform. It's an incredible tool and resource to be able to live a better quality of life. After all, it's part of society. It's part of our life. We can't ignore it. Those that do ignore it often don't have any money. And so and we should learn about this stuff, right? We don't teach this stuff in, a, in schools. Uh, my kids certainly don't learn this at school. Uh, they don't learn the, the, the mindset around investing, around understanding business, about how to be financially uh, literate when it comes to understanding how money really works and business and entrepreneurship and all that great stuff. So it's a good idea to do some good reading and studying and to learn. right? And we, we should talk about this. Uh, with people who are hungry to learn, right? So Rich Dad, Poor Dad was great. Cash Flow Quadrants, also another great book of Robert Kiyosaki's. Uh, this is Rich Dad's Guide to Financial Freedom, uh, another great one. And Cash Flow Quadrants is usually a game changer. People read it for the very first time, so check that one out. And, of course, another one of my favorites from Kiyosaki is The Business of the 21st Century, and it's just a shortened version, uh, a little bit of a mixture of both of those books. But what great content to have available to us that's so uh, written A long time ago, uh, I think one of these books was written last decade, Cash Flow Quadrants, and Rich Dad Poor Dad written 25 years ago. Most of our parents and grandparents had it on their bookshelf, as you may know. You've probably seen a copy of it around. You've probably heard of it. You've probably heard of Rob Kiyosaki, heard of the Rich Dad Poor Dad concept, but have you done anything about it? Have you applied it? Right. So nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. 25 years ago, this was a revolutionary. Kiyosaki's concepts and ideas were great, and now, 25 years later, they're still just as relevant in our society today. Uh, and this is important when you want to build wealth, right? When you want to build financial independence, you want to create assets, you want to build cash flow. and The cash flow is not necessarily about the money itself. It's about the time that you get from the income stream, right? So it's really about having choices so that you can live through your values. Something I talk about often, you hear Kirsty and I talk a lot about, when we talk about Legacy Academy, we talk about doing life with purpose and intent to be able to add value to the community, right? To add value to people's lives, to to mentor and coach people. Uh, Wealth is a tool to get our time back so that we can spend our time doing the things that really matter. And that's values and principles based, right? So whatever your values are, whatever your principles are, uh, wealth is a is a mechanism so that you have the choice and this is what we're talking about here today with a mindset nothing has changed interest rates rising nothing new right anything anyone patting themselves on the back for predicting an interest uh, increase in interest rates uh, is like predicting there's going to be another general election in three years in this country and so obviously it's going to happen right property prices have plateaued Whippedy do like as if no one saw that coming, right? Property prices are going to go up and down, and there's a cycle. And you just need to read some good books and lots of great recommendations out there. Maybe I'll plug some of them into the comments below uh, on the YouTube and maybe into uh, social media. But you can read lots of great books that give you the understanding, the history of how how uh, the market has moved over the last 100 years, and we should not be surprised when there's some kind of recession or property price adjustment when there's some changes and inflation's increased again and interest rates are rising. Interest rates are still below the historical average. So we can't get caught up with emotion. We need to get educated. right? So that's what we'll talk about here. I highly recommend that you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and other books of his. Read some stuff that's not just Harry Potter and uh, Lord of the Rings. right? You want to read other stuff that's outside of just fiction and get educated, get learning. We, should, we have time for this if we're going to prioritize it. If it's important to us, so important that it's so important for the next generation, right? Financial literacy is a real gap in our schooling system. It's a gap in parenting. It's a gap in people's lives, anywhere in their 40s and 50s and 60s. I know people in their 60s and 70s who still know nothing about money because they're still relying on the government superannuation as their primary source of income. Not that they're not a bad person, I didn't say that they're invaluable. Uh, great people and probably done some great things with their lives. And this is not about not having a job. It's not about not pursuing your passions and career. That's another topic. We'll talk about that another day. This is about financial literacy so you can have choices and options. That you can build your wealth so you can live uh, a better quality life, I guess, and, and have um, a more impactful way of living through uh, your time that you have available to you. And so like financial literacy, our kids are, are being taught how to write, how, how to read. Uh, poorly right currently a crisis in our schools around numeracy and literacy standards not good and of course the pandemics had an impact on that which is not great but it is what it is so what are we going to do to help it right are we going to to grow and we're learning all these different things around calculus and different geography stuff all that stuff's great but in languages but we also need to make sure we're learning about how to manage money properly right so we can tell our money where to go and uh, not just lose it all the time. All these challenges we have in the society, people incurring personal debt, uh, is just absolutely crazy. I had, I had a hot chocolate with my ten-year-old son the other day, and I take my kids out every now and again. I look for always look for opportunities to discuss life principles with them. Right when I'm in the car on the way to football or on the way from school, especially one-on-one, there's a massive opportunity, parents. If you're listening to this, uh, dads talking to you uh, as well. I'm a dad talking from the lens of a, of a father, right? I can share some principles in every opportunity I get on a one-on-one conversation with my son. And I was having a hot chocolate with my 10-year-old the other day and his notebook out and we have marshmallows and he's got a hot chocolate there and we talk about life principles, right? We're discussing the foundations of money so that I can imprint on my son a mindset that is fueled and driven by values and what's important and character and integrity because that's the most important thing for Kirsty and I. As we're raising our children, we want them to have good character we want them to be full of integrity, which is doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do, and following through on what they say they're going to do. Their words, their word, all those kind of things. And right, you know that there's a bit of a pandemic in itself in our generation now, because people just say what they want, they say what they feel, and they they say one thing and do another, and they um, spray negative and um, criticism all over about something they know nothing about, and and instead of building real depth in their character and going, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk and talk my values, right? And so it's important when it comes to discussing things with my children. So i talking about life principles, right? Uh, another one we had the other day with my eight-year-old son coming home from football uh, was about uh, when talent doesn't work hard, hard work beats talent, right? We know that. There's lots of things like that, but do we actually apply it? Do we understand that Actually, you don't have to be talented to do something amazing with your life, to achieve something incredible in whatever space it is. You just have to work hard and consistently, right? You have to have some grit and you have to keep moving forward and perseverance. All these principles, right? And off topic here, but having some good conversations with my kids. Kirstie and I are always looking for those opportunities. But here today, we're talking about rich dad, poor dad mentality, of course, money. Money is an important part of society, a necessary means of exchange, right? If you don't respect it, it'll tackle you and hold your head to the ground. If you're sloppy and lazy, you lose it just as fast as it hit your bank account. And so if you don't value it, it'll treat you with the same lack of respect that you treated it with, right? And so money is not something that we can just be Um, lazy about, right? And just be frivolous about and just treat with no respect. I just encourage us. We've got to learn some fundamentals and some principles so we can budget well, we can prioritize well, and it doesn't have that noose around our neck, right? It doesn't control our life, but our values and principles and who we are as a person, what life means to us, our purpose, our faith, or whatever that is for you, that those things drive your life, your relationships, rather than our lack of financial understanding, our lack of education financially. People who say to me that money's not important to them and you know, don't actually end up having any. It's usually the people that don't have any money that say that money's not important. Money is important, right? Is the reason you don't have any money, they don't have any money because you're not treating it as something that's important. It's important. It's not the value, but it has va- it's it's important I guess in life, right? But I just talked about that. It really matters to us. Right? It's it's what can do for us as a, as a vehicle, as a resource in a well functioning society but i just reiterate again like acknowledge there are some seriously challenging social issues in this world this country basic needs that need to be addressed and sorted right all sorts of division we're seeing across the globe this country as well politically and uh, religiously all sorts of things right there's some division real division that's been created particularly by the pandemic that's highlighted a lot of things but let's find some common ground on what we can agree on Let's teach some skills, let's prepare ourselves for the decades ahead, and let's teach the next generation uh, with better skills than what we might have had when we're growing up, because certainly, uh, I know my parents' generation and parents before them, a a lack of financial principles and education there, and it's only going to help society if we get better equipped in there as well. So Rich Dad Poor Dad, this book, you've got to go check it out, written 25 years ago, 1997, it was a New York Times number one bestseller, right we have to learn how to apply the stuff that we learn. It's like this video, this podcast. If you're listening to this, on whatever platform, it's not actually the enjoyment you get out of listening. Hopefully, you're taking some value the one or two people that might listen to this. But it's it's how you actually apply it. It's what you take from this episode and use in your life that actually improves your life, improves those around you, improves what you're trying to achieve. It proves your future that is the most important, right? It's not. Uh, it's not necessarily the words that someone says or even the content, it's how you apply it. So, reading every day is a good habit to have. By the way, we should be reading every single day, it's something that Christine and I have done for years, and uh, we've been coached and mentored to do that. And we coach and mentor other people to build those habits of reading and listening every single day. But then we need to go and apply what we're learning as well. Right? And so financial intelligence, what we're talking about here, literacy, understanding of, of wealth and finances, we're talking about getting out of the rat race, right? It's the nine to five grind of 40 plus years to 65 years old, and still being broke at retirement, relying on the government superannuation to live. If you're 65 years old, and you still rely on super and pension, then you haven't learned anything about financial literacy. Or you've just chosen to go down a path anyway, that path anyway. Maybe you, you you were well aware and you knew the ramifications of your decisions you chose to go down that path. All power to you. Your life, you make the decisions around what you want, but we have to think about the end in mind. We have to begin with the end in mind. It's a little bit like Stephen Covey seven habits of highly effective people he starts you know first habit pr- being proactive and one of them talking about being beginning with the end in mind thinking about your funeral and your eulogy and what's life going to what are people going to say about you at the end of your life when you're gone are they going to talk about your wealth no they're not but they're going to talk about your character who you are as a person but are you thinking about what it's going to feel like and look like at the end of your life how you're going to be living through your retirement right i'm sure uh, you're a good person uh, relying on the pension uh done some great things with your life not judging that at all but your financial position is no way a reflection of you and your wealth or your worth sorry but your worth is a reflection of your understanding about money okay and that's what we're talking about here today and what we're getting out of rich dad poor dad the mindset so here's a couple of things before you dive into the book uh, as a bit of an overview key points to consider if you're listening to this before you go check out the podcast um some important concepts to grasp to guide you and your family. Right, the whole the whole concept is about two stories, or telling the story of two different families: a high school dropout and versus an overqualified employee. I'm sure you know someone who's got you know three or four different degrees and postgraduates and PhD. You know, PhDs are great, right? Pretty huge debt, uh, but might do some good in one particular area. That's great, but it's a mindset, right? It's an outcome. It's a way of living. It's a lifestyle versus someone who drops out of high school and goes and builds a business and becomes an entrepreneur and creates financial wealth. It's a really a big difference in mentality, right? And again, I'm not judging the paths. I'm just sharing some of the great value you can get out of understanding uh, the mindset and differences between Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So one says build a business of your own, take control of your life, pursue your dreams. The other says stay in school, right? Go to university, get a degree, some kind of career, and work for someone else for the rest of your life. Uh, vote, complain on social media about wealthy people and uh, about the fact that they pay less tax, right? And this is often the case, isn't it? People who are earning a lot less money, who are struggling financially, are the ones who criticize others or those who are succeeding financially. Uh, and of course, uh, I believe that as we build more wealth and we add more value to society, we can help those who can't help themselves, of course, but we also can equip and, and teach people. No point doing something for somebody, if we haven't taught them how to do it themselves, because they'll never learn anything. Uh, so a real big difference, right? A difference between the two mindsets. I can't afford that versus how can I find a way? One says that's too expensive. And you hear these people talking about this all the time. The poor dad campers. is, oh, that's so expensive. Oh, the prices are increasing. Oh, interest rates are rising. Fuel prices, have you seen it? It's, you know it, these discussions. So the water, water cooler conversations, it's the conversations at school drop-off, sports on the weekend, they're all talking about the cost of living, talking about the prices of everything. It's all about the cost of things rather than thinking about how can I improve? How can I find a way to grow? How can I find a way to do something different? How can I find find a way to add value to others uh, in a different way? How can I find find a way to pursue my passion and my and live through my values? How can I find a way to, you know, to become an entrepreneur, to start a business, start an idea? Just go and do it, right? A big, big difference. There's a difference between being poor and broke. Broke is temporary but poor is a mindset. And so hopefully this book uh, encourages you to get out of the mindset of being poor and broke is just where we're at financially. And maybe some circumstances in your life put you in that place. And maybe, uh, you know, of course some unfit, fortunate um, circumstances and things happen to us in life, but we can learn from that. We can grow from that and we can move forward. We can help those who are willing and able to help themselves as well. Really, really key. See, business owners see the job as a foundation, developing skills, networking, finance fund or to fuel their investment habits and supporting their side hustle, whatever it is. This this, uh, rich dad mentality is all about abundance and growth and value add to others. That's what leadership is all the time. It's not just creating success for yourself, but adding value to the others that you're working with or who are following you, right? Rich Dad's all about start a business, invest, spend the time learning new skills. And poor dads, go to school, get a job, climb the ladder, get a bigger title, bigger business card, slick-looking email signature, right, buy a new car, get a couch, high and high purchase, buy things on Afterpay because you don't have the cash to afford them, personal loan for a holiday you can't afford, only to be paying off the next 12 months until your next holiday, which you put on your credit card as well. This is a broke mentality and a poor mindset, right? Broke situation, poor mindset. We've got to get ourselves out of some of this rubbish we're seeing in society, like afterpay, like higher purchase, put it on credit and and pay for it later. No, we should be paying things for cash, right? We should be budgeting, saving the money until we can't afford to pay for it, and then buy it because we can afford to buy it, right? So some great uh, resources out there you can follow uh, to to help you learn how to do that properly. But you've got to have a budget first. You've got to start with a budget. Right, Rich dad, uh, the rich don't trade their time for money. But poor people do because they're in jobs, right? Jobs trade time for money. That's what a job is. Now, you might argue that you do your job for other reasons. It's great. But would you go to your job if you did not get paid a cent? No, because we trade time for money. It's an unequal trade. You trade something of high value, your time for money. Time for money. So, although people say money's not important, but continuing to trade the most valuable resource they have access to, which is your time, because you only get to spend it once, one time, spend your life, spend your time once, and we trade it for 40, 50 years working for somebody else's business, someone else's dream, somebody else's asset to get money back. And we use that money to go consume in society and move forward, right? Traditional companies teach you how to become a great employee, not an employer. They're not equipping you to become a business owner The owner is the person who keeps the financial rewards of the success of their business, right? Uh, And so you're, you're investing your time into their asset, to their business that's paying them an income. And of course, we know the difference between asset and liability, which is touched on in Robert Kiyosaki's content as well. An asset is something that pays you money and a liability is something that costs you money. And so that's why Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or Robert Kiyosaki argues that your house, your home that you live in is a liability because it's not paying you a salary. It's not paying you an income. It's not actually helping you make money. It's costing you a lot of money and you'll end up paying a significant amount of money, of course, on a mortgage over time. Uh, I'm not talking about mortgages or real estate here today. It's a great asset class, of course. I invest in real estate. It's a great thing to do. But understanding kind of where that sits, right, do you go buy a bigger home and borrow some equity out of your home to go buy a car and go on that holiday you always wanted to? Or do you use that equity to go and reinvest it into another investment property or to build a business and to build something that actually continues to create additional wealth for you so you have better choices and better options down the track right this delayed gratification mentality which is all about giving up what you want now so that you can have whatever you want down the track and most people struggle to do that because we're in an instant gratification society a microwave generation that wants what we want what now so we go put it on high purchase or after pay put it on a credit credit card Should be right and we'll pay it off later hopefully and then we lose our job and maybe something happens to our family and we have to travel and then we we're screwed because we haven't been preparing for those situations ahead of time Right, assets is about developing, developing and acquiring assets and liability just costs you money. All right, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a few thoughts there for you. Go check it out, go read it and don't just read it. Don't just listen to this podcast, but go out and apply and do something with it. This is the Legacy Academy podcast. We'll see you next time.